And I would counter with, hmm, are you sure? <laughs> because very often the source of conflict in a business environment is because people are acting childish. So no, you can't use cutesy words and you know, you can't and that, but the, the techniques of how you work through that conflict absolutely are uh, applicable. Welcome back to the You Can Homeschool podcast, where Pat Fenner and Tracy Hegerman candidly discuss all things homeschooling, the good, the bad, and the brilliant. Go ahead and grab your favorite drink, find a cozy spot, and join this week's lively discussion. So welcome back to You Can Homeschool. I'm Tracy Hegerman, the Happy Homeschooler, and I'm here once again with the lovely Pat Fenner from Breakthrough Homeschooling. And we've got an awesome topic today. And I think this has really come to light, Drew, to the global pandemic that all of us have been through or are still going through. (laughs) Um, And that topic has to do with homeschooling moms and some of the amazing skills that they develop because they're homeschooling their children. And the reason I want to bring this up is a lot of times I'll hear moms after homeschooling, or even when their kids get into the teen years, they're starting, the moms sometimes are having a little more freedom of time sometimes. And they're thinking about, you know, I might like a part-time job or what am I going to do after homeschooling? And so in order to transition to a job, I know I've heard, you know, a lot of homeschooling moms say, well, all I did was homeschool for the last 10 years or the last 18 years. And I just want to scream and go, all you did was homeschool. Do you know how many skills, marketable skills you have? Oh, so- Tracy, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I have a background in project management and I want to talk today about all of the skills that you have, because it's been like a project. Homeschooling is like managing a project over a small or a long period of time. So we're going to kind of talk back and forth, Pat and I, about what are what are those skills? Like if you were to put on a resume, you know, you, you've been homeschooling your kids. Why would you even put that on a resume? Well, I always do. I put it at the bottom of my resume that I was an education specialist is what, mm-hmm. how I call it. And then I list off some of the skills that I developed through homeschooling. So we're going to kind of go back and forth about what some of those are. And, and maybe that will help you as you, you know, maybe you want to get a job or maybe you want to volunteer somewhere or whatever. And also to give you a boost of confidence, homeschooling is an unbelievable way of life. And you have so many skills, mom. If you've kept in there for a few years, you have so many amazing skills. So I'm going to hand it to Pat to start off with some of the things that she thinks, um, you know, some of the skills that were really developed for her in homeschooling. Tracy, first of all, you know, for those of you listening, you can't, you couldn't see me doing this, but as Tracy's talking, I'm like, yes, that's right. Doing all these uh, visuals there too. I'm in total agreement. I've actually been on 
both sides of the fence because um, when I first, uh, when we first moved to where we're living right now, my daughter, uh, my, our youngest daughter went to traditional high school for two, the first two years of high school. But that wasn't like in my plan. I hadn't prepared for that, you know, like intellectually or emotional, emotionally either. And I fell prey to that. Uh, gee, what have I, you know, I've only homeschooled all these years. What, what else can I do? You know, I have no marketable skills. You know, at, at one point, uh, in one of the, the workshops that I do for a, my signature course, I talked about the first time I went out because I realized I couldn't sit at home and do nothing. And I went to Hobby Lobby, which was one of my happy places. And just on a spur of the moment, like I was gonna, you know, apply for a job there. And I got out of, I opened the door of the car and I had a panic attack. Like I, I just, I lost it, you know, and I needless to say, got back in the car and went home. But um, I just actually, you know, honestly felt like I had no, nothing to offer even for a part-time job at Hobby Lobby. So that's how low I was going. I mean, part-time. So I understand that feeling of, I have nothing to offer, you know, um, and that, that feeling kind of lasted uh, the two years that she was in traditional school. It was a very dark time. Ended up pulling myself out with a lot of work and prayer and counseling and research, you know, and, and put a lot of materials together to get me out of that. And came out the other side realizing what Tracy just summarized up in the first two minutes of this of the show that that you do have a lot of skills that have been developed and that you have a lot to offer. And uh, one of the things that I discovered too, is that some of uh, many of the skills are called soft skills that, that, uh, you know, people interpersonal type of skills that homeschool moms finely tune <laughs> as they are homeschooling is uh, reported by a lot of employers to be relatively absent right now from current candidates in the workforce. And so the skills that you have are in demand in that area, even though you don't give much value to them. So there's a big part of this that is just really an attitude shift. And I think what Tracy talks about is besides being able to put together a resume after working through this and discovering what you've developed, it is a self-esteem booster because it is easy to feel like, okay, well, that's what I did for 10, 15, 20 years and what I don't have anything else to do, like life's over. And it's not, you know, it's not. We all, we have a lot to to uh, still to contribute to life and to accomplish uh, personally as well. So that's my little <laughs> rah rah speech. <laughs> but I would say that just on a on a basis, assuming that you haven't uh, done any kind of intentional like work, you know, even if it was just like a side gig or something while you're homeschooling, just maintaining a homeschool, uh, whether you're getting kids in, whether you're outsourcing some courses or classes, uh, teaching them, just, you know, managing, teaching older kids with younger kids, all those things uh, do result in a lot of soft skill development. And I know Tracy can speak to that because as a project manager, she, uh, you know, she can really explain how all those other skills too were incorporated. But soft skills are those interpersonal things um, that we do develop as as uh, as homeschoolers just by necessity. Well, you know, Pat, the soft skills I've always felt were the most important skills as a project manager because it is in 
like working with other people, there's always conflict. There's always differences of opinion. There's always different ways of doing things. And unless you can communicate and negotiate and work together, then nothing gets done. So to me, the soft skills are the most important skills. So we'll, we'll start right there. Like, um, I think of managing conflict is a, a big topic in the corporate world. And in our homes, when you have kids home 24 seven, you're going to have some conflict. You're going to have personality differences. You're going to have um, everything's always changing because the ages of the kids are changing. What worked one year may not work the next year, depending on, you know, if you got toddlers one year and the next year you have a new newborn baby and you're trying to manage the other kids. So all of that is, is changing all the time. And, and, you know, nowadays in a work environment, they're always talking about, you need to pivot, you need to change, you need to continuous improvement and homeschooling is naturally that. So the first one I said is managing conflict and managing change. Those are two things that you are doing constantly as a homeschooling mom. So put that down as a skill on your resume. And at the very least, because you, you um, and I go into resume, we can go actually do probably another episode on this on resume building. You do want to keep it to a minimum, like you know, just a single sheet type of thing. So some of these skills you may not want to actually list, but you definitely want to be aware of so that you can, uh, so that they can be talking points for you when you have an interview. Um, but the thing I wanted to say about managing conflict, I can hear some listeners right now saying, Oh, but, you know, managing two-year-olds or, you know, preschoolers or whatever, that's not the same as managing adults. And I would counter with, hmm, are you sure? <laughs> because very often, yeah, I'm just going to say, we're keeping it real here. Very often, the, the source of conflict in a business environment is because people are acting childish. I'm just going to throw it out there. So no, you can't use cutesy words and, you know, you can't, and that, but the, the techniques of how you work through that conflict absolutely are uh, applicable no matter what age. I mean, it's, conflict is conflict and successfully getting it. Now, the only thing you can't do is say, because I said so. So if you find as a parent, you're doing that, you're resorting to that a lot, you might want to look at your conflict management skills because <laughs> you can't really get away with that. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, the other the other big area that homeschooling definitely covers is time management. And you know, you have your kids, and there's a goal. There's an absolute goal. You want them to be able to read, to write, to be good at math, to be contributing members of society. There are a lot of end goals that you want in the process. So just like a project, you figure out what's the end goal. What is it that we want to achieve by a certain time? And then we work backwards. And then what you do is you schedule it out or you you plan and then just like in the corporate world, you plan and the best plans are never what actually happens because it's impossible to know all the things that are going to come into play as you're going along a project. But as a project manager, you got to have to constantly manage that and constantly, um, you know, move the schedule around and do things a little differently and that and finding the ways to make your whole team work is an unbelievable skill. And, homeschooling naturally does that because you're going to get to the end of the year and you're going to look back and you're going to think, 
what did we accomplish this year? And it's incredible when you look back over the past year or two years of where your kids were at. And I would always look at sometimes when they were feeling discouraged, I would pull out their binder because I would keep a binder of their year with most of the, not everything in it, but a lot of stuff by year. And so they could look at it and I'd say, okay, I know you're having trouble with math or you don't feel like we got very far this year. Go, go Look at your book from last year, two years ago. And I look at it and oh yeah, that was so difficult at the time, but it was so easy. And so again, I, I think when you think about um not only are you learning time management, but you're also mentoring your children in time management. And isn't that what a great boss does? They're mentoring when they have people that work on their team that are, you know, behind or having trouble or feel overwhelmed. What is that? What does a good project manager do? They work with them to figure out their time. So time management. Okay, ladies. I know you're there because you got you fed your kids and they got their work done and the laundry got done. Time management. <laughs> well, and related to that mentoring, which which is a leadership skill, you know, so it is it is definitely a skill that's necessary for any kind of management level position as well. Uh, but even as an entry level, you can make yourself kind of shine, you know, by being able to 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 display those mentorship skills. Uh, we talk a lot about in homeschooling about learning about your kids' learning styles. Okay, to to uh, match up curriculum choices and approaches to learning and things like that. Well, that, that is also, when you get in the groove of learning how to study that, uh, that's also something that's applicable and is very much a leadership type of skill because you're, when you learn, when you know how to start focusing on how people work best or learn best, uh, in the workplace, that's the same thing. You know, we, you, you need to know, or it's a good thing to know how your peers, or if you, you know, rise to management, how your um the people you're responsible for on your team, uh, how they learn, how they work best. And that becomes uh, something that you can really apply to, to any situation, uh, even a part-time job, you know, it can help when you know how to speak to uh, a coworker about a problem or, or how to explain it in a way that, aha, you know, they get the, a light bulb moment uh, that makes you stand out. And that's a skill that you start developing as you, you know, work with your kids and figure out how they learn, how they approach things. Yeah. I was just, you made me think, Pat, my daughter's um, finished her, her business degree. Um, and so she's job searching right now. And she had an interview the other day for a job that, you know, she's really excited about. And I was asking her about her interview and she was talking about what, you know, one of the questions was how do you handle stress? Mm. a stressful situation, which is a very, very common question at an interview. And so in that she had to think about, you know, and she said, well, you know, usually if I find something overwhelming stress, I need to back up for a bit. And that's how she has, I need to either just go take a walk or take five minutes to myself. And so in that interview, they were already checking for, you know, how do you manage yourself? How do you manage your emotions? How do you, and so one of the things in homeschooling, it's the same thing. You know, you're having uh, difficulty with a math problem. What do you do? Do you get all overwhelmed? It's it's like, okay, wait a second. How do how am I going to manage that? Okay, I need to back up. I, maybe I need a break from this. Maybe I need, and and these are the things that we cue our kids on. Like, okay, this is happening. What what do you think would make a difference? Like, what's overwhelming you? Or okay, let's just um let's just have a snack break. <laughs> for a bit and get back to it. But again, I guess the point I'm trying to make is 
that thing of, um, you know, managing, mentoring, um, and, and dealing with others' emotions and personalities uh, is, is huge in the workforce. And that is something that as homeschoolers, you're doing on a constant basis with your children and with yourself. I know I grew so much in how I interact with people because I have a son who is an extreme introvert and I am an extreme extrovert. And he has, he is fascinating to me to study because (laughs) it's very different than the way I think, but in, in, you know, working alongside him all these years, it's opened up a whole new world to me of the gift of the introverted mind um, and how much he has to offer um, and has made me back up and, and say, okay, I need just to zip it and listen. And, you know, so um, getting back to what does all, this all have to do with, you know, skills, it's, it's, uh, it's team building, it's negotiating, it's community, again, communication, back to the communication. Those are all skills that you use in project management over and over. And the better you can hone those skills, the better the environment will be and the happier everybody will be in the environment. And then the work will actually get done. Yeah. And I'll actually put a link in the, um, in the show notes for, I have a PDF about uh, common, uh, common soft skills that are in demand in, in the marketplace. So you can shoot me your email and I'll get that out to you. And it's really helpful. Uh, I found it helpful to me to even including uh, you know, during homeschooling, because as Tracy says, sometimes if you're having conflict or, you know, you're, you're not understanding your kids or the situation's really frustrating or something, it really does help to st- step back and to look at it in a bigger perspective, you know, like what, what is God teaching me? What, what can I learn? And what can my kids learn too from, from this situation? So you're, you know, related again to that mentorship comment, uh, you're teaching your kids that maybe what's going on isn't always what's going on you know, Mm -hmm. to look at the bigger picture. And this is just maybe a symptom of a bigger issue or, uh, or just a slight annoyance. I mean, sometimes when we look at what we're doing, and we, you know, we think it's the end of the world. And if we stop, sit, you know, sit back and look at it, it's no, it's just really, it's just annoying. And I'm not having a good day. So this isn't really, and those kind of things, you know, who couldn't use uh, somebody to counteract office drama? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, somebody. So all those things are applicable. There's also a book you, you were talking about in, introvert. Uh, my daughter recently read a book, and I, I'll put that in the show notes too because I don't remember the word, the name of it. I think it's Silent Work. It might be, uh, but it talks about the gift of introverts to to the workplace because a lot of moms sometimes we do develop those introverting intro introvert tendencies, you know, and especially coming out of the pandemic, a lot of us had had to uh, become self-reliant. And I know my, I, I do have in, introvert tendencies and they really thrived this past year with, with COVID. And so, you know, trying to get back out of your shell and, and back into uh, society, you know, and any kind of environment where there are other people is always helpful. <laughs> Well, and, and even on that, um, uh, when you relay that to like teams, usually there aren't many projects that are done in isolation. There's usually a team, you know, if it's a software 
some software you're developing, there's a team of developers and business analysts and the, the people selling to the customer and all that and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So in all of that, if we can, if you think of the home as this constant team, employers want to know that you can work as part of the team and that you're not going to be the person, you know, that's holding everything back mm -hmm. because, you know, you want it always done your way or so that those, that skill in itself to me tops everything else. If you, if you've managed this team in your, in your home all these years um, and, and usually if, you know, if there's a lot of conflict, people don't keep homeschooling. I've seen it. I've seen burnout in moms after three years. It just didn't seem to get it to work. And um, for various reasons, but oftentimes it was because they just couldn't get the kids weren't working. They were frustrated. It was just not a positive environment. But if you have been homeschooling for a while and you've managed this team over all these years, that is so valuable to an employer because they want to know that, yeah, you can stick with it when it's tough. Yeah, you can get through all the different personality types. Yeah, some days you just don't feel like doing anything, but you still move forward. They want that type of person who is going to be part of a bigger unit and can get along. So it's, to me, it's just, if someone says, you know, I'm a homeschooling mom, I'm like, oh, come on, come, come on in. I don't even think I need to interview you. <laughs> like, like, seriously, that's, that's how strongly I feel about it. I, I see the moms, the incredible moms that have homeschooled and what, and, and I look at the result of where they themselves have developed and their kids. And I think it's incredible. So, oh, way to go. Way to go, moms. <laughs> and if you're struggling too, I really would encourage you to, to take a look at that list and um, and see if any of the, the soft skills can apply to you. You know what I'm saying? Like if the situation that's causing you frustration right now uh, and, and maybe even causing you to consider giving up homeschooling, you know, maybe if you, if you kind of pivot and you look at it a different way, uh, it could be teaching you one of those skills and giving you the opportunity to develop them or, or helping your kids develop them too, because it's not only, it's not only you, it's not all about you. It's about your kids. And I know sometimes moms, well, okay. In my experience, I'll just talk for myself that you can go through periods of time when things, when you have conflict or things aren't working well and you think, oh my goodness, am I ruining my kids' lives? You know, it, this is just not working. Maybe we should just shove them, you know, send them off to school. Uh, and you could be missing so many good character development and growth opportunities by just taking the easy way out because really it, short term, it's the easy way but uh, it's not <laughs> really, you know. Yeah. yeah, I'm totally with you on that. The other one I wanted to talk about was something that's really big in the workforce is something about quality management. They talk about that quality of things. And this is something that I felt very strong about teaching my children. And it had to do with when, when they would do like a math test or a physics test or something like that they were expected to get 85% on their tests. And you might say, oh, that's ridiculous. Not everyone's good at, you know, math or physics or chemistry or whatever. But the point I want to make, and the reason I did this was it didn't matter if they got 70 on their test or whatever, but if they got it, anything below 85, we would go back to that test and the subject matter that they missed. And we would say, okay, You've, you understand about 70, 75% of the information, but there's a piece missing. So let's go spend some time working on that piece. 
And then we'll do a retest to make sure that you understand the information before you move on. And it, it always was a philosophy of mastering the material before moving on. So uh, like I said, we, we do test with the whole premise of finding out where are they at? Where is the missing piece? It wasn't like, oh, you got, you got, you can't get, you, you need to get 85% or, or else. It wasn't that attitude at all. It was just sort of a test of where you're at mm-hmm. and, and a gauge, but the same thing in the workforce. Like I see this um, a lot of times where, you know, there's a push and there's a deadline to get things done. And that, that was always a huge thing. I, I worked in high tech and there was always this, you know, the customer needs it by this time it's been promised and that, but there is a real risk of skipping quality mm-hmm. and just delivering that pro that project too early to the great dissatisfaction of the customer because it wasn't done as a quality project. So that's another thing that we focused on in our homeschool quality. What is it that you're learning? Why are you learning it? How do you apply it? And it's not this big rush to get through all the material, but to make sure that the material going through the kids would master it. So to me, as a homeschooler, that's another thing that really comes out is learning and teaching your kids about quality management. So another huge topic in the workforce. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that takes it off of uh, the emphasis just on grades and performance, as opposed to the satisfaction from doing a job well done. You know, I think it's, it's very easy sometimes to say, well, it's good enough. It's good enough. But everybody, you know, I mean, that's, that's what mediocrity is, right? It's good enough. And, um, and there's a time and a place for that, of course. I'm not, I'm not saying everything, you know, you, you have to shoot to do your, your best in everything because there is a time when, yes, that's good enough. But I think to take that as a general attitude, you know, is not a good thing. Uh, and taking that striving for excellence and doing the best you can and really understanding processes and what you've accomplished or what you need to accomplish uh, is, is really key, you know, really, and, and, and will make you stand out or your kids in whatever they, they go to do. Yeah. And just adding to that, I was thinking like two of my kids really struggle with writing. And, you know, if you looked at the curriculum and they're like, okay, write this kind of essay and this kind of essay and that kind of essay. And by the end of the year, they've had to, you know, if you followed the curriculum, they'd have like 20 essays. Well, my kids probably did less than half of those because they just couldn't maintain that. But let me tell you that each of those essays that they wrote, it wasn't just write it. Okay. That looked pretty good. There's your B or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was like, okay, now let's take your essay and let's go through it. And I mean, sometimes like pulling teeth, it's like, okay, this, I I would talk about, this is about a grade two sentence. Let's make it a grade four sentence or a grade six sentence. And how do we do that? So we would spend a lot of time on one essay, but by the end of it, they understood what a quality piece of work was. So, and that to me is like so much more important than the end of the year saying, oh, we did these 20 essays and they're all kind of mediocre. It was, you know, working for the quality of it. So in homeschooling moms, you, you, as that mentor and that project manager, you have that ability to um, mentor your kids on what's quality versus quantity, which is again, so transferable to the, to the workforce. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Well, that's, um, yeah. Did you have any other ones that you wanted to throw? I have out? tons, but I know we're running out of time. I'm going to mention one more. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Maybe two more real quick. <laughs> one of them is cost management. So, you know, as a project manager, I was always like, 
I don't like the financial part. I just want to go do the project and whatever, but you always have to have the cost in mind. What are the, like, how much is the budget? What do you, what is all this costing? Mm -hmm. Um, And again, in homeschooling, what do we do? We have like a budget every year. We're figuring, okay, what materials, what new materials are we getting? What, you know, what are we buying to outsource our children? Like what programs? So moms, you, you're great at cost management. And that is a skill that um, is lacking in a lot of businesses. Um, So that's another one that, uh, again, I think is huge. And the, and the last one I want to mention was critical thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, This is, it, it pulls you critical thinking pulls you acting out of acting on emotions, but acting on concrete um, data, which it's helping your child look at the bigger picture. And then as a mom, so how do you do that? What am I talking about in homeschooling critical thinking? I'm talking about when you're in the muck and mire of that day, that's not going well, you're able to step back and look, what's the bigger picture? Where do we want to get in three years? And how does that relate today? Does this thing matter today? And, and to critically look at everything that you're doing and being able to step back and you know, have that end goal in mind. So that to me is a, a piece of critical thinking, which is another thing, another great skill. So homeschooling moms, you are, you, not only have you educated your children, but you have developed some amazing skills. So I just want to encourage you in whatever you're doing outside of homeschooling, you know, own it and, and wear it proudly. Like those are skills that you've worked through. Um, and you thought you were just getting your kids through school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So own it. You have, you have a lot to, um, and you know, and sometimes we don't feel that because, you know, maybe there is a fighting or whatever in the day. Sometimes we don't always feel that, but it's the same in the work environment. You don't Mm -hmm. always feel like, Oh, that went the best, but we forge we forge ahead. Right. So anyways, I, okay. That's it. Enough said I can go on and on, but enough said for today. We'll be here all day. (laughs) Well, let us know if this uh, topic resonated with you, please, you know, send us a, there's a link to speak pipe where you can leave us a voice message uh, or you can contact our contact information is also in the, uh, in the show notes, but I will also leave a link to my empty homeschoolness blueprint uh, course, which is open twice a year deals with all of this and uh, helped me get out of my post homeschooling slump and um, I'm sure can can get you on a sure footing. But uh, Tracy, thank you for sharing all of your your insight because you have been in business uh, within even during the time that you were homeschooling. So you have a lot of practical you know, rubber hits the road kind of insight. And and I appreciate you sharing that with us. Well, I appreciate you, Pat, because with you had five kids. I had three and I, it always amazes me like what you've been able to achieve and what your kids have achieved. It's, it's just truly amazing. So I've learned a ton from you. (laughs) Yeah. So I just want to say to our audience today, remember you can homeschool. It can be really awesome. And you're awesome. Remember that you're awesome. And you have amazing skills and abilities. So have a great, great week. (laughs) Okay, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Well, that wraps up 
up another episode of the You Can Homeschool podcast. Thanks for joining us for another candid conversation. For more information on life-changing books, courses, and coaching services, or if you have a homeschooling topic you'd like to hear discussed in a show, check our show notes for how to reach out to Pat and Tracy. 